Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Mafia. For the past couple of weeks, you probably thought I was bullshitting you, probably for two specific reasons. Number one, who in their right mind would give Dan Mitchell a podcast platform? Will legitimately be a miracle, say that I still have this job within two and a half weeks. And the second reason was is that my partner in crime would just so happen to be former safety of the Buffalo Bills, Aaron Williams. And ladies and gentlemen, today just so happens to be the day of reckoning. And hey, Aaron, so how you doing today, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man, you know, just living, just living. You know what? I was like really, really excited to sort of start this entire endeavor today. You know, I mean, finally, we have a team that I think is going to be giving us a bunch of great content to sort of discuss. So ladies and gentlemen, honestly, me and Aaron decided that we really wanted to make this first episode about you guys. So we decided to hit our social medias, whether it was Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and you guys gave us a shit ton of questions and we're so excited to dive into those maybe we'll make this a monthly episode we're planning on dropping one of these at least once a week maybe some episodes talk a little bit more about like team-centric news but we just sort of want to take this opportunity for y'all to get to know us right before we dive into it we need to give a giant shout out to our sponsor today and so that's going to be bet online did someone say playoffs The NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL are in full swing, and our partners at BetOnline have you covered. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there is a laundry list of shitty things that have happened in 2020, but for me personally, one of the worst things was being without sports for four to five months. Legitimately, I had to resort to watching highlights from cornhole tournaments. It got really bad real fast. But lo and behold, sports are back. So take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action of hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always that online casino as well that never closes. So head on to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. So yeah, Bill's Mafia. So as promised, we are going to dive into some of these questions that you guys legitimately littered our social medias with. Really, Aaron, just the first one right off of the bat. Bob Bloom wants to know what exactly you've been up to since retirement. Oh man, I've been trying to just figure out kind of just what I want to do next in life. Um, Right now, kind of just mentoring uh, kids, kind of high school kids, just kind of football players on the up and come up uh, college kids, just anybody that has any questions on the path to where they're trying to get to right now. And I'm um, back in school, so I'm trying to get my degree again. And uh, yeah, man, so it's been kind of a full-time thing and trying to just kind of keep me busy during this coronavirus uh, pandemic. Yeah, for sure. And so that mentoring thing, that's your ball hawk academy, right? Yeah, man, uh, started ball hawk because, man, in college we were, we were like, that's what we call ourselves. We were like the number one defensive back in the nation. Um, and I remember we always like, that's what, that's what we like were known for. That's what we like stood for. And we carried that to the NFL, man. And it just kind of stuck with me. So I thought I'd just continue to, to pass the torch on of all the knowledge that was passed to me. 
Yeah, you know, like, I'm like, that's like definitely honorable. Like, that's definitely awesome. In fact, it's funny because several questions were actually wanting to ask you whether or not that you ever would consider getting into coaching, like whether or not that that's in the high school level or above. Um, I'm not sure about coaching yet because I'm still wanting to figure out what I want to do outside of football. And I think mentoring right now is a good space for me as far as being a part of the game. But you never know. I Coaching could, you know, foresee in the near future. Um, but right now, just school and mentoring kids is what I'm focusing on right now. So, hell yeah. Like, I'd be like, that's, like, definitely exciting, man. Honestly, like, I'd be like, I personally loved watching you play. And so did the rest of the Bills Mafia, that's for sure. And, like, there's definitely going to be some more questions down the line that we've prepped that we'll be able to share a bit more of the highlights to that. Um, but... Right before we dive into some of those, we have one from Daniel Stevens, and he goes, first he wanted to know what you miss most about playing. Man, I miss just the whole game day experience, just being able to wake up and just smell the air of just Buffalo football Sunday. Like, it's it's hard to explain. You got to be there to experience it yourself. Yeah. I miss getting dressed up to go to the stadium and just getting my mind ready to just hear New Era Phil just go crazy. And like our fans, like, man, Bill's mafia, yeah. man. It's just, it's, it's just, we, we, like, we have like the number one fan base. It's, it's no, no hands, like, no question about it, hands down. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere is crazy, especially like a big play, like an interception or a touchdown. Like, yeah. you hear the whole city roar and, just being around the atmosphere, man, I miss it. Like, I'd do anything to get it back, for sure. And so, yeah, man, for sure. Like, honestly, like, I think that your career was cut way too short. But, I mean, we're definitely glad to hear that you're, you know, definitely up to big things right now. And funny you mentioned that because legitimately, like, a week prior to when they told me that you were going to be on this podcast with me, I found your old YouTube channel that was the Aaron Williams Tailgate Show. Fantastic content for anyone listening. Like, it really gives you an idea of what the Bills Mafia is actually about. Was that, like, your first time, like, actually seeing what goes down right outside of Bills Stadium? Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> well, not really not really seeing it because, you know, we, we always saw it pulling, like, driving up to the stadium right before game day. Or even, like, after practice, we would leave the stadium. They're getting set up for the game day. So, mm-hmm. like, we'd always see like the commotion but we never would be a part of it so I thought why not because I heard a lot about it and like it never was really covered like it should have been covered yeah and I just wanted to give people a kind of like an insight of what you know Buffalonians go through on Sundays like it's not a game like these people are literally up at 4.30 in the morning just to get ready. They're in the lot oh, yeah. by 6 in the morning, no joke, drinking by 6.30, <laughs> eating by 7. Like, this is, like, the schedule. And just a great time, man, just meeting new people, seeing the activities that go on in the lots. Um, what else? Just the craziness, man. Throw, putting – I threw ketchup on a guy. Like, it's just some of the rituals <laughs> that, that go down. You know what I mean? Like – it's and so do you take a shot out of the bowling ball? Out of the bowling ball, man. You know, yeah. gotta, be, gotta gotta have like they came up with so much stuff that I was like, yo, y'all go hard. Y'all go super hard. And yeah, it kind of just like it fueled me because it's like y'all have so much energy because y'all do it early 
and then yeah. y'all do it during the game. And then after the game, it's just like, man, Buffalo, man, people don't understand. Buffalo is actually like one of the greatest cities. They, yeah. It doesn't get, it doesn't get a, a good rep because yeah, there's nothing to do. Let's, let's all be real. Let's be honest with ourselves. And there's nothing going on in Buffalo, but you get with the right people, you go to the right place. You'll have one of the best times of your life and you'll probably drink more than you'll ever drink in your lifetime. So who, who doesn't want to have that type of fun? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. Like there's no question that there's, that there's a bunch of the degenerates out in Western New York and I'm, you know, <laughs> and so I, and so and so I used to be one of them but then I ended up going on ahead and like moving down to the southeast and it's funny you say that too because um and so me like living in the southeast so one time I brought a bunch of my buddies up to a Bills tailgate and they're you know so used to tailgating in the SEC like UGA, USC, etc. and like that's like a pretty cool tailgate scene. So they were going up there all cocky completely underestimating it and I have never seen two kids drunker in my entire life in my entire life like I mean like that entire experience is just uh something that I think everyone needs to experience like when it comes- have you gone have you gone through a table yet like dude I have not I have not um and since I started my YouTube channel I've had maybe about like five or six people like maybe drop in the comments or like one guy even sent me an email saying that like next well now I think I might've got a pass this year because there's not going to be tailgates, unfortunately. But I mean, like one guy like said that he was going to personally be looking for me and he's going to put me through one. I'm, I'm sort of skeptical about it, man. And so like, I mean, like say that I was 22, 23, then yeah. But I mean, and so I'm 29 years old, man. And so, and so I'm not sure if my body can handle that. Right. All right. It can't, it yeah. can't take that beating. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand. I just, I always just wondered as a player, like what in someone's right mind, thought that, hey, we're going to pull up a school bus. <laughs> we're going to grab a white table. We're probably going to put someone on it. If not, who needs who needs someone? Who needs a prop in, in general? Yeah. And just dive off, break a table and say, welcome to Bill's Mafia. Like, that's just like, what? Like, who does that? That's, that's beyond me. But yeah. that's the energy, man. And that's what I love about the city. It brings that grit, that grind that blue collarness that that Buffalo breathes and, and just it's in the air, man. Uh, it's definitely something that I know that Bill's Mafia is going to, is definitely going to miss this year. And and so I think that the Bills are going to actually miss it as well this year. You know what I mean? Especially since they're not allowing fans in the stadium. And I mean, that's been a concern for me um, because I know how much of a factor that it plays for the actual team when it has that home field advantage. And I'm almost wondering if like, so do you think that some games may be a bit more difficult to pull off this year without the fan base cheering the team on? Uh, You know, honestly, you know, watching basketball, I don't know how it's a little bit different with basketball, but watching them play without fans is probably one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Because having fans does have a deciding factor of momentum. And that plays a huge factor in the game. Um, it is going to be really weird because, honestly, not having fans. Because we, we practice in the stadium. Um, when I was there, we practiced in the stadium on Fridays. And, man, it was just it's, – it's a different feel. You're basically just having a scrimmage. 
and you hear literally everybody speaking, you hear everybody's tone. And I don't know how that's going to play and factor with this year with no, no fans. It's going to be weird. Like there are some games that you just need fans to motivate you and pump you up in big games and in certain situations. So yeah, it's definitely going to be something that's hopefully not going to be the norm. Yeah. And, and, Hopefully, you know, I, I think, you know, they'll probably one day try to put, like, at least 50% of the fans in the stadium or find a way to somehow be a healthy way to put – I don't know, man. I just think yeah. having no fans would be mm-hmm. would be kind of crazy. And it's going to happen because, you know, they, they do want to have a season. But, yeah, you know, it just doesn't even – it doesn't fit the game. Yeah, no, it's tough, man. It's tough. And so especially since some teams are even talking about, so I'm pretty sure that Kansas City, I'm pretty sure that they're allowing 22%. And I think that Miami said that they were allowing like 11,000 fans into that. And like, I've always been under the impression that I think that (laughs) it doesn't matter how many fans that they allow right into the stadium, that's giving a team an unfair disadvantage. Like, so it's either that, you know, the entire league can have like, 12,000 fans in the stadium or there could be no fans in any stadium whatsoever because it really it does make a a a difference for sure yeah Um, having having your fans I wouldn't just say fans because there's a difference between having fans and then having your fans like oh yeah for sure I mean like and so best example and so it's when the Bills Mafia just you know (laughs) goes to Tennessee and it looked like a damn home game last well I mean See, here's the thing about Bills Mafia, right? When I when I first got to when I first became a Bill, you know, I had no idea about Buffalo, New York. I've been to Buffalo, New York one time when I was like nine years old, and it was yeah. for an AU track uh, national track team or track yeah. meet, and that was it. And Niagara Falls, obviously, and that was the only thing. So when I got there, I was like, man, what what on earth am I getting myself into? Yeah. But in actuality, it's just like one of the best places to play because yeah. our fans are everywhere. I never thought that Bills fans will be nationwide. Yeah. And I don't mean just the United States. I don't mean just, you know, Nashville. I don't mean just Phoenix. I mean, like, I've had fans from Portugal. I've had fans in Brazil. I've had fans in London. I've had fans, you know, in all different countries and go, you know, they're, they're supporting Bill's Mafia. And I'm like, even here in Austin, man, we got a, a, a Bill's Backer bar. Mm-hmm. And it is filled every Sunday. And I mean, completely full capacity. Everybody wearing their, their jerseys, their Bill's jerseys, their hats. And it's just like, wait, you guys, I, how are you guys Bill's fans in Austin, Texas? Like, that is makes no sense but the bills mafia runs so deep it's unbelievable you you got to be a part of it. it makes you want to be a part of it because we're we're so deep and we're so loyal to our to our team that you don't want to it makes you not want to be a part of anybody else but but us you know that's just that that yeah. mafia mentality you know what i mean so that's what surprised me about like just bills fans in general because it's surprised me that you know 
Buffalo existed to be, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, man, listen, there's <laughs> listen, you're not the first player who has admitted that, trust me. <laughs> you are not the first player who admitted that. In fact, I'm pretty sure there was like someone in the nineties, was either Bruce or Thurman Thomas, like once they got drafted, they were like, Oh, okay, yeah, New York, cool. So like big city lights, Manhattan, like nah, not that New York. Buffalo. Yeah. In Buffalo, anyway, they're like <laughs> Western, man. You're going the opposite way. Yeah, but it's yeah. It's, it's still amazing, man crazy man crazy um so there's no question that you have definitely experienced a lot throughout the time that you were in the nfl um norman eck wants to know what do you feel was the best moment during your time with the buffalo bills like so it could be like a play when you were drafted something and so what's something that stands out to you that like that you go back to on a regular basis um Man, I think my two-game interception against Baltimore was probably one of my most special moments, only because it was personal for me. Because mm-hmm. at the time of the draft, Baltimore has showed beyond interest in me, and they kind of just said, "Yeah, we we want you to come to Baltimore." So I was thinking the whole time that I was going to be a Raven. Mm-hmm. And just like any other player, when they're being passed up, they feel some type of way, regardless of whether they say it or not. You know, they're human beings and they, you know, they all have their aspirations and dreams of how they want their their career to end up. Never in a million years did I ever think that I would ever play for a Buffalo Bills. So, yeah, you know what I mean? And 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 for for that, it's just like. It, it, it put a little chip on my shoulder. So when we played them that game, man, my, my, my family came out and my best friend his, and his fiance. And I was just so amped, and I was like, I'm going to prove to these people why they should have they should have picked me and why they, why they should have never passed me. So I think that – and then also, obviously, you know, being drafted is very, very special. Um, but you don't really get – you don't, it doesn't really hit you until you actually, you know, hit the field on, on Sundays. So I think for me, that and, and my touchdown against Arizona, that I've never – Oh yeah. Besides playing at Texas, I've never heard a stadium louder than that play. So those two memories, I will always stick out from the rest. And so, yeah, man, that's definitely awesome. That's definitely awesome. And and so a lot of Bills fans, they always ask what if, and I mean, this is definitely a question that I don't necessarily want to ask, but I mean, like we, like we need to, because I still personally hold a grudge. And so I'm not sure whether or not, <laughs> Dude, how big of a grudge do you still have against Jarvis Landry? Um, there's no more grudge now because it's been what four? It'll be four years. Wait, yeah, it'll be about four years. Yeah, four, dang, time flies, man. Yeah, so it's been it'll be about four years, man. The first, the first two and a half years, man, I completely wanted to like find that guy. To be yeah. honest with you, but that's just like the inner me just personally just just feeling of confusion and and being in a situation where i never thought i'd be in um so no now i don't hold a grudge because at the end of the day man he was playing football now granted was his you know was his was antics you know acceptable no but he was you know doing his job and at the end of the day, there are plays where I made where I'm like, damn, I hit that guy. And I, could probably, I probably should have hit him in a different spot. But when yeah. you're in the moment, you're not thinking of that. So, you know, 
yeah, it hurts me, and, and I and I always it'll be disappointment for me in my career to, to think about. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's happened. It's written. It's in the books. There's something I learned about the situation that's never want to dwell on a, a bad experience because that will carry through you through the rest oh, of your sure. life if you let it, and it's going to affect you in in ways you never thought it could affect you. So. I took that burden and I, I kind of held that in for a long time. Yeah. But now uh, I, I've come to accept the outcome of how everything happened and yeah. just move forward with it, man. You know, I had a great six years in Buffalo, you know, and yeah. I would never take anything away from it and I will never change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still the best times of my life. And it's not like, you know, things are over. I still have an opportunity to come back to Buffalo and just hang out with the fans. And I feel like that's a little bit, more better for me you know not getting my my body pounded and whatnot so you know there's always a yin and yang to everything so but no nah, i think my my grudge with with landry is is over mm-hmm. it's never gonna not cross my mind because it always does but i just learned to accept it and move on from it so did he like send you a text or like a dm or something and apologize or that's the crazy thing, man. A lot of people ask me, you know, did he ever reach out? And and I don't, you know, I don't want to. No, he did not reach out. He never like. And there's so many ways to reach out in today's society with all social media, you know, with Twitter and Instagram and and just you know through people like, the sports world is a small world, so we all kind of connect somehow, some way. So I feel like he could have reached out in some way, but he never did. And. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. I'm not going to, you know, yeah. hold it against him. You know, I'm not going to, you know, ever, if, if I do see him, I'm not going to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're a dick for not <laughs> yeah. you know, hitting me up or anything. But, uh-huh. you know, it is what it is. If he ever did hit me up and was like, yo, I was in a different space, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry for whatever, whatever. I'll be cool with it, but you know, I'm cool with it regardless. I hope nothing but the best for his career. You know, he's still balling. He's still, you know, doing, I, I hope he learns from, from our experience through through that situation, I don't think he has. But uh, some something something will 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 come out of it in a, in, a, in a brighter light in in a way. And so I always ask myself whether or not that like you would still be playing today. Say that like that weren't to happen. Oh, bro, I'd be a pro bowler, bro. I'd be all pro. <laughs> my man. I'd be all pro for sure. My man. And so hey, man, honestly, and so I'm sure that we would welcome you onto the secondary that we have right now, man. Would be absolutely lights out. We, t- I mean, bro, we, I, I freaking tear it, man. Honestly, and those guys, what they have now, they're already just doing amazing things. They're already tearing it up as it is. Yeah. And I still feel like they're not getting the recognition that they deserve. And. Micah High's pulling up numbers. Jordan Poyer's pulling up numbers. Travis White's pulling up numbers. I mean, we have guys that are pulling up numbers that are just not getting the recognition. And I understand that Buffalo is a small market and this and that, but we, it's a new time. It's a new era. We're finally in the front runner to win our division. Yeah. And it's time for these guys. You know, we have a lot of key components in this team this year that will – help us strive to go further than when we did last year. And I'm sure those guys are happy to make playoffs, but now it's time to get further. We have the guys. We've been having the guys. We now have the coaching staff. Now it's just time to put everything together and go further than the first round. Because honestly, sure. we should have been past first round last 
last year. Oh, yeah, so, we should have. You know what I mean? And we just, you know, killed ourselves. And if we don't kill ourselves, you know, we go further. Now, we have to just learn from our mistakes and take that momentum in, in this weird time and yeah. take advantage of it whichever way we have to, especially mm-hmm. now that we don't have Tom Brady in our division. Oh, my you, God, dude. Thank it's God. It's like it's, it's screaming – you know, AFC Bills champs. You know what I mean? It just it's that's yeah. a perfect name for this season for me. That's the expectation I have for this team. For sure, for sure. So now that we're on to like the current Buffalo Bills, right? So I mean like right in your opinion, right? What do you think is the key for us to take that next step and like be a true contender and like really be able to make that deep run like right to the AFC championship? Don't want to jinx it, but let's say Super Bowl. what what is determined this year what needs to go well whether or not that it's a position group like what's the key for us you know we we i think we focus more of our defense the past couple of years i think our defense pretty much dominated in a lot of situations and i feel like our offense can kind of help us out putting up more points in a way um i know josh allen is a, is a young kid and he's a very talented kid and we haven't really had a really dominant receiving core if you think about it, ever since the no. Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins era, we haven't really had that go-to guy. And I feel like now that we got Diggs, that's a super big pickup. Yeah. And, you know, with Brown still there, the sky's the limit now, man. Like, the, they have the key components to to be where Kansas City and where, and where New England was and, you know, Baltimore is. Like, they have the guys. Now they just need to put it in play. They need to not kill themselves. I think that was one of the big things that they did last year. Mm-hmm. Have a big lead, but not sustain it, not contain it, and not hold on to it. We kind of pulled off on the gas, I feel like, in a lot of the games in the second half, or we didn't continue on with the game plan. I think we switched it up and kind of decided to back up and kind of be more safe to try to hold on. I think we put more pressure on our defense to hold on the to, to hold points. But I think now it's time to put Josh Allen on that pedestal and say, Hey man, you're that guy. We need those points. You know, you have, you have the guys now, now there's no excuse. Now it's just, now it's time to, to execute. And I, th- I think that's what's going to strive us to move us to the next level is when we execute through those games. It's definitely going to be a test because, um, Last time I checked, I'm pretty sure we have like the fourth hardest schedule in the NFL this year. But I mean, man, we've um, got the hardest schedule to be honest with you, man. It's every year because we're in that one of the toughest divisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will we will always have, you know, a hard schedule. So yeah, and so no excuses at this point, right? No excuses, but that's that's a good thing because once we get those wins, it's like okay, this team is serious because look who they're playing and look who they're defeating. So yeah. Those points. Now we get those recognitions, and now we get, you know, that's that's when Buffalo gets put on the map. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I can't tell you how frustrated I got last season, man. Like, especially some of my friends that rooted for like the Patriots, the Jets, or something like that. They're like, oh yeah, well Buffalo's ten and six, but who the hell did they play last year, man? You know? Well, I mean, first off, fair, but second off, man, ten we and only six play the people that are on our schedule. Yeah. Ten and six. And the National Football League exactly. is a great season. So I don't care any fan that I will I will I will back that up any day. I will defend that any day. I will get Thank a 6 season every year. You hear me? Every <laughs> year. I I won't complain ever again if we have a 10-6 year every year. That's a consistent 
to be great, you got to be consistently good. And a 10 and 6 season is being consistently good. So that's being a great team. Now, of course, we want the 12 and 4s and the, the 13 and 3s and obviously the undefeated season. But man, it's only been happened one time in NFL history. Yeah. So 10 and 6, take it all day. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Um, let, me ask you, let me ask you this. Let me, as a, as a player yeah. that wants to know, like, what do you look forward most on game day? What is a fan? When that when that alarm clock hits at four thirty or five o'clock in the morning, oh damn, dude! Yeah. What what is your what is your mindset, especially in a big game like let's say uh, what was a big game like a Thursday night game or like a Monday that Monday night game like what is going for y'all? Yeah. And so hey man, honestly, like you ended up hitting the nail on the head, like really describing Bills Mafia of exactly what they feel like the second that they wake up on Sunday morning or is whether or not that it is a primetime game, dude. Like, I shit you not. And so when I wake up on Sunday mornings, it feels like Christmas morning to me back when I was like seven or eight years old, dude. Like, normally what I do is I like start off and I'm legitimately like throwing my Bills gear on immediately. Just making some YouTube videos, going live, you know, like watching like these like different matchup projections and everything along those lines. And like really like sitting in anticipation and so my girlfriend laughs at me. One game last season, I'm pretty sure was before we played the Ravens. She caught me like pacing back and forth, like about 20 minutes before kickoff in my living room. And that's real, man. Like it's, it's something that we consistently think about year round, not just during football season. And I think that if any fan base deserves, and so a team to be proud of, it is this Bills fan base. And I can guarantee you that out of all the listeners right now that they could probably give you a similar story to what I just gave. Uh, do you have a, a routine? Cause for me, Oh man, you know, this is good. I, I this wake is up and I have, you know, I have, I have, I have to have, my routine has to be right. And I, I do it every Sunday. It's the same thing. And if it gets construed some way, it's like my day's thrown off. Oh, so as a fan, like, do you have your jersey like picked out before the day? Do you are you already know which play you're representing? Do you have your yeah. mind right for the drinking? Like what is it? Yeah. And so this is low key, like sort of gross, but like I mean, like when I end up watching the games and like say week one that we win and say that I'm wearing my throwback Jim Kelly jersey, then I wear that each and every single game moving forward. Don't wash it. But as soon as when we lose, then I switch it up to like maybe my hoodie or whatever. And say that I go out to the bar to watch it as well. So I need to be there at least two hours before kickoff. I need to sit in the exact same seat. I've been sitting in the exact same seat for the past three years. And that's my routine right there, man. That is my routine. And and so I definitely understand where you're coming from. I mean, say, for example, that I get there and like some some asshole Jets fan sitting there, then that's <laughs> completely ruining my day. So, I mean, I could definitely get that. But I mean, since you're talking about your routine, now we got to hear what your game day routine was. Oh, man. So we are at the we're at the hotel and I get up around. I get up around 630 to 630s. Yeah, around 637. And I first go home. A lot of players drive from the hotel to go to the stadium. But I go home. I blast my music. Uh, I put on a little bit of gospel just because, you know, Sunday, you know, yeah. get a little gospel in me the first morning, put a couple of songs on. And then after 
Uh, I put a little R&B to kind of slow the mood down a little bit. I get dressed. Um, I head to the stadium, eat breakfast, um, go to my lock, my, my locker, grab a few, a few things I need for the stadium locker room, put on some hip hop music, start walking or either get escorted down or, or walk down to the stadium and then get ready, man. We have our, our uniforms already set up in the locker room. Um, a lot of guys are either stretching or I go on the field, take me a lap, say a few words, get ready, come back in and get dressed, man. And then that's when it's game time. So that's so awesome, man. It's, it's like that every every game. And even 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 last year during during uh, on Sundays, I would picture myself, you know, doing that whole routine again just because I missed it so much. So mm. yeah, man, that's just one of the few things that I that I did for like rituals and stuff. So and for sure, man, for sure. And so definitely a lot more productive than you know. And so most Bills fans out there, like normally they wake up and like. And, and so they're a 12 or deep. And so right before kickoff at one, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Next question. They want to know which player you're most excited to watch play for the bills this year. Oh man. I'm excited to watch all of them, man, because mm-hmm. I know how hard they work and I, I know how hard they want to make the city proud and just bring, you know, that dominant team back. But for me, I'm I'm a I'm a DB man, so for me, I'm always excited to watch Micah Hyde and and Jordan Poyer, mm-hmm. just because you know it's my position and it's something that's a position that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, why I'm always excited to see him play, but honestly, man, to see Allen and Diggs kind of connect is going to be oh, yeah. super exciting this year. Um, for to sure. see what Diggs did in Minnesota and to bring that talent to Buffalo, to have a fresh, improved Josh Allen with an improved O line. Man, the sky's the limit. I mean, they're about to they're about to make some noise, and I think a lot of people aren't looking at that kind of matchup and that duo. Um, and I think that they'll they'll actually be they'll surprise a lot of a lot of people this year. For the first time in a long time, I really really feel confident, and I do see us making a run this year, and it's absolutely exciting. So, I mean, last question, I think, because we definitely wanna we definitely wanna make sure that the audience is wanting more for next week. But, uh, and so I got this question, I swear, seven times. And so apparently this is necessary. Y'all's favorite wing place in Buffalo. Man. <laughs> you know what? My answer is going to be like, so like, because <laughs> I go to this old school bar and this is, this is a bar that Thurman brought. This is the first bar that Thurman brought to me when I arrived in Buffalo uh-huh. And he sat me down and, and he, you know, Thurman pretty much mentored me through through my career there. So when we first sat down, he brought me down to uh, Big Tree Inn. If you haven't heard of it, it's of actually course. right, literally right next door to the stadium. And there are wings there, man, I swear, will smack you across the face and say, you see how good I am? I promise. <laughs> wow. I promise you. Okay. Um, but I've also been to, you know, the Duffs and Anchor Bars and yeah. Empire, or is it Emperor, Emperor, Empire, Emperor? I can't remember that. I think spot. it's Imperial. Imperial, thank you. Yeah. Imperial. I've been there. Yeah. But for me, I think Big Tree Inn, man, is what, is what my swing spot is. So, <laughs> and so but, that's awesome. But what, what is, what is yours? Bar Bill and Clarence. 
Been, I heard of Barbell, yeah, for sure. It's, okay. They're good, man. They're good. And so I've also had wings at Big Tree as well. And I mean, they're, trust me. And so like, <laughs> there's really no better way that I could explain it than you just did. But I mean, I do like Barbell. And so I definitely like, and so I definitely like big trees. So, I mean, worst case scenario, like say for example, that, uh, this COVID thing disappears. And, uh, so we're allowed to actually go up to Buffalo and tailgate. Then we're probably going to have to do like a wing review or something like that and just make it happen. We do that. You know what? That actually sounds like a great idea to like bring up, yeah. uh, let's a, pitch a few it. of wings from each different spot. Yeah. We should, bro, we should have a mukbang. Uh, a, a, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. A couple of wings, bro, bang. and just kind of just do that. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be dope. We should definitely get the kids to do that. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. I'm down, dude. Like, say for example that news drops eventually, saying like, all right, things are called off, like green light on the tailgates. Then I will book my flight the second later, and so we'll go ahead. We'll set that up. I'm for sure we'll be there as well. Yeah, yeah. And well, hey, Bills Mafia, thank you so much for tuning in to the very first edition of Believe in Bills. One um, many more. <laughs> with many more, with many more. Guys, once again, make sure you subscribe to either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're going to be dropping these weekly, most likely super late Tuesday night, but it should be ready for your drive to work or whatever you're doing Wednesday morning. So, do us a favor, subscribe, and be sure to tune in next week. Thanks, guys, and Buffalo. Stay with you, man. Yeah, for sure. Let's go, Buffalo. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.